tongue, teeth, and the lips. And the lips. Beautiful lips. I haven't done this in a while. Haven't done a solo pod in a long time. Oh. Now, we are recording on all platforms. Hello, everyone. How's it fucking going? <sighs> it's been a while. I've been taking over the interviewing scene on the podcast lately. In all seriousness, uh, before we start, thank you all for the support uh, on the, I guess, the guest episodes that started back with uh, hmm. Max Bryan. Yeah, Max Bryan was the first one we did. And then obviously followed on with like Ollie. Joss came on. We've had a few fighters on. Uh, yeah, man, it's bit, the sport's been unreal. So thank you very much for that. Uh, and the guest episodes will continue. However, in full transparency, I've missed my solo pods. And uh, I, I feel when I do the interviews, I can only talk so much. And, uh, you know, I started this podcast so I could talk because, you know, people need to hear me because I've incredibly important things to say. Um, so... I guess the routine is going to be a few guest pods. Obviously, when I have guests to come on, particularly, I, I go back to Dublin in December for the month, and there's a number of guys I'd like to do a, a pod with when we uh, when I get home, so there will be more guests. Oh, hold on. I'm just going to get myself a little more comfortable because it's, it's just us. So the reason I'm doing a pod today is because uh, I had a pretty eventful weekend last weekend. And in terms of my goals and ambitions for visually impaired as a production company, it was a it was it was quite a monumental weekend, I guess. So actually, before we do that, like and subscribe, because I I don't get to do it in the guest pods. Man, when I do the guest podcast, I have to worry about like obviously trying to be a good host, but also like the making sure all the camera angles are working, you know, making sure the lighting is okay, I'll make sure we're recording, all the audio sounds good, so uh, I don't get to just focus on being a host, you know, so I forget to say like and subscribe and all that shit. Subscribe to the channel. Show me a channel with 140 subscribers with better production and a more fabulous host. <laughs> I'm a vapor now. No more tobacco. So, um, yeah. Uh, those of you who have watched some of the guest episodes will remember an episode with uh, Jay Cuccinello, the mellow fellow Cuccinello. Jay was an MMA fighter. He was in the uh, the Ultimate Fighter and um, has since opened a gym in Spain. And Jay asked me if I would mind coming down and documenting uh, a number of his fighters as they fought. Some one of the lads was pro, one of the lads was amateur, and they just wanted to document the process. And um, what resulted, or what will result, is a three-episode series called "The Fighter's Journey," 
where we'll document the weight cuts, the weigh-ins, uh, you know, fight day, the build-up to the fight, the fight itself, and the aftermath. And uh, I basically, I had, you know, a number of experiences I never thought I'd have all on the same day. I got to corner a fight, <laughs> well, be in the corner for a fight, two fights, and just to be in and amongst, we'll get into that, but essentially I just want to talk a little bit about what's going to come up in the, uh, in the, in the dock and Jesus, just talk about some of the shit that I, I kind of saw, because obviously as an MMA fan, I, I know a lot about this process, but I've never actually witnessed one. So, uh, the lads picked me up on Friday. Hold on, we're going to get cozy. Get out my records. New 1975 album is uh, dropping Saturday, I think. Also, it's my birthday tomorrow, so say happy birthday to me on the, the PearPod page. Okay. So the lads picked me up on a Friday morning. And uh, Iman, who was one of the, he was the pro fighter. He had partic- a lot of weight in particular to lose. I think he had 15 pounds or something to cut. And... Uh, for those, essentially what a weight, uh, in MMA, it's, it's quite common for people to cut weight the day of a weigh-in. You weigh in the day before the fight. It's quite common to cut weight in order to give yourself an advantage over your opponent because if you weigh in, you know, at a lower weight and then rehydrate and eat that night, you'll come back and you'll be, you know, you know, 10 pounds heavier and be much bigger than your opponent. The downside of that is the the effects that weight cutting can have on you know, your performance on your body and your health in general. And, uh, Jesus, man, I, we get in there, we go to Club Padel, which is a, a gym close to us. And, uh, your man gets in the sauna, man, and you, you, you start to see, now I'm just editing the episode right now, the weight cut episode, so you, it's, I'm so happy with it because it, it's quite, it's quite like, it's fucking intense, man. Do you know what I mean? The guy is fucking, you know, he's essentially dying, which is what he's trying to do. He's dehydrating himself. He'd been dehydrating himself all night doing hot baths. And then he comes down to the sauna and like he needs to do an hour in there, you know, and at that stage, you, you feel like you've nothing left, you know, to lose. You you feel like your kidneys are cooking. And uh, yeah, like it feels like you're dying. Cannot get comfy. Usually I just have to say, so, who would your top three dinner guests be? And then uh, I shut up for an hour. Okay. So he uh, he gets in there for the first run, right? And he's supposed to do 15 minutes. And after five minutes, he's like, I, I need to get out. Or oh, I'm coming out. It's been, you know, 20 minutes. And Jay is like, man... You know, we're only getting started here. He's not really breaking a sweat. They're covering him in vapor rub, and uh, you know, it, it just it's it's fucking tough, man. Because the guy, you know, his his cheeks are all pu- like pulled in. He looks like gaunt. He looks he looks really weak. He's like eyes are closed. He looks a bit like woozy and stuff. And it's just it it, it brought my respect to for MMA fighters to a completely different level just 
especially man, this guy's this guy's pro in theory, right? But this guy's not making you know really any money for this. He's doing this for the passion of it, and he's cutting this weight so he can go and fight this guy for no money, just because he loves the sport that much. So I don't know if there's any other sports that require this level of commitment, and then also is like a physical fight at the end of it, you know. So, um, he continues to cut the weight, and then we go out and we weigh him for the first time. And I think he was, shit, man. I think he had like a kilo and a half still to go. And like I know, on the way out, Jay was hoping that he was going to be on the way out to the scales. I mean, <coughs> on the way out to the scales, I know Jay was hoping for him to only have half a kilo left or something. So uh, to have to cut another kilo and a half on top of you know him being so drawn out already. So we go back in. Uh, Iman, who is the guy who was cutting the the majority of the weight, he uh, puts like his hoodie on, gets back in there. He's lying on the ground. He's like eyes are closed. It's a uh, you know, it's not a nice experience. You know, the, the, uh, there's people from the gym coming in and out having a look, and they're like, you know, from the outside, it probably looks fucking insane, you know. But uh, he goes in, in in his jumper then, man. So he goes in there for another 10. In fairness to him, like another 10, 15 minutes he's in there. He comes out, he's covered in sweat. They're pouring water on his back. He can't drink anything. You know, he can't drink any water. He's able to wet his mouth. That's it. And then uh, they go out and they weigh him again. This is 20 minutes later. You know, hoping it's there. And there's still, I think there was still a kilo still to go. So obviously Iman's starting to get frustrated. Also, we're working against a ticking clock here. We've got to be down in Algeciras at 1 o'clock. Might be 11 at this point, And it's an hour to get down there. And you have to weigh in at 1. You have to be there or else you miss the weigh you don't fight. And uh, so what ends up happening is they get him in there for as long as they can, and they uh, they put him on you know they put him on the scales again, and like he's still not there you know, and they're like we're just gonna have to bundle you up in all your clothes and drive you down and hope you lose some more in the car. And so we start to drive down, and it's just you know he's fucking like waving in and out a little bit, and. Uh, we get there, man. This is fucking insane. We we get to the hotel, right? Walk in. It's just a fucking stand there. It looks like the beacon. You go in. Not full of browsers. And uh, <laughs> you go to the beacon. Uh, you go to the, the hotel. And on the first floor, there's a little room set up where these lads are doing the weigh-ins. It's just a fucking standard convention room. like. And a man goes in. He weighs in. And he's a... Uh, fuck, man. I think he's like an eight... He he might have been still 0.8 kilos over or something, which is like two pounds. And he might have half an hour. We I think we had half an hour left. So we had to go downstairs in all his gear. And fucking... Uh, like, like essentially keep, keep trying to sweat the weight out. So he's like doing pads. He's like... Uh, he's getting in clinches with different lads and just trying to get a sweat on. 
and like you got to get at this point like the the chap is literally dying like you can see a hollow in his eyes you can see it in his cheeks i felt so bad from like as like a fucking an emotional wreck myself i'm like just what are you doing to yourself you man there's more to life than this uh it just blew me away how much this guy what what this guy will do just for the love of his sport like um yeah so the 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 (laughs) Iman's fighting people in the in the reception area, uh, hoping to uh, you know get this weight off. And anyway, he goes back in with half an hour, half an hour gone. Goes back in to weigh in, and gets has to get all his kid off, like down to his fucking birthday suit. And uh, he he gets on, and it doesn't quite make it, and he gets off, and then the scales are like going up and down, up and down. And then, thank God, you know he hits it. And he's able to rehydrate, but after that process, man, it was only about one, one o'clock. I was exhausted from the, the intensity of just trying to get that weight off. So now, you know, we're weighed in and all that. And, uh, yeah, so we go in, like, uh, what I didn't realize about fight week, man, it's just a lot of, uh, it's a lot of weighting around, man. So you weigh in and then you don't have the official weigh-ins or ceremonial weigh-ins, which was at five o'clock in, in, in like a mall in front of like fans. And uh, when we get to that, like everyone, it's just, it, it's a bit mad. Everyone, we, we get to the weigh-ins, they all know each other. All the amateur side know each other. All the pros kind of know each other because it's a local circuit, like essentially. And, um, you know, it's a few fucking big, big boys, uh, especially on the, towards the, the headliners, these two lads, like it was, it was pretty cordial the whole way through. And then these two lads tried to fucking scrap. And uh, actually that fight ended in a filthy knockout then the next day. Man was got sparked but yeah the lads weigh in uh everyone makes weight they go back they start rehydrating start eating dinner and then uh, i come back the next day so uh the next day i have to be down for about three the fight's not till the evening so i drive down and uh, I find out that the, the fight's actually taking place inside like a coliseum or a bull ring, which is just, we got to the arena, man. It's fucking beautiful. It's like really old, like a proper like coliseum style, um, big circle. And then the, the ring was set up in the middle and there was like chairs all around and then people were sitting in the stands behind. And it was fucking, it, it was quite intense, man. I'd say for me, I was like, geez, I didn't expect it to be this big. Um, but it was it was some it was mad, and then uh, so uh, what what I didn't realize is it like it's quite like any production or any show like that. It's a lot of stuff's getting done on the night. You know what I mean? It's like anything. It's not going to be super organized until you get to like the the tippy top. But these lads are warming up. You know, one of the amateur lads, Gabby, who was the other lad who was fighting for us, uh, because of fucking delays on the card. And like the timing for the TV, because uh, obviously this is with the zone. Uh, the zone were like, look, we're gonna have to cut uh, Gabby's fight, and you're gonna fight last after the main event, and that, like the TV is over. So now Gabby, who's supposed to fight like in two fights time, like he's warmed up, ready to go, hands wrapped, is now like you're waiting ten fights till the last fight, and then you'll fight. So from what Jay was telling me, this is a very common common practice, but. 
the waiting around, I cannot describe to you. So you hear, it's fucking crazy. You hear the, the crowds are obviously screaming for different fights. People are coming back through like, oh, oh, oh. it's okay, it's okay, do not cry, do not cry, you fight well. And uh, like people, but people are coming back in like, uh, sorry, I don't know if something's flicking in and out there or not. Uh, people are coming back like who have been knocked out, who have been, you know, fucking blood, bloodied up and shit. So like you're sitting there watching people come back having to wait for your turn and like i was so impressed i guess it's just it's it's standard procedure for the lads but like there was no it didn't appear on the surface any nerves or any uh like apprehension for it they just want to get in there which is just i was like just so it's just crazy how different the mentalities can be like i was like very honestly when we first walked out for the first fight like you you're sitting in the back you're standing in the back there and they're waiting for your call and you can see out and you can see the lights two lads come back in past you and my leg my leg you know and uh you have to just they let them come past and then uh it's like a three two one and then you walk out crowds fucking going nuts like the crowd is a, is there's clearly favorites on like their favor and the local guys mostly obviously um so like it's quite but they're, they're not they have no problem booing they're fucking screaming they want like they want ron's blood but they do they want uh they want action like <laughs> and they're obviously all a bit pished which they should be um so we walk out man and you have to uh, Iman is fighting first, obviously the pro fights first, and he goes out, um, because Gabby's now been pushed to the after the headline, after the main event, like. So Iman walks out. You can see his fucking kid and his daughter, his daughter and his wife are there, like daddy. And then he walks out, and uh, we go around to the corner, and I can just hear it. Man, it's all very, uh, what's the word? I guess just remarkable for me. Like, I'm looking up at the lights, the cage, the crowd screaming behind me. Iman's, like, doing, like, the fucking Anderson Silva up against the cage on either side. And uh, it was just, it was, it was, it was all a bit overwhelming at the time. I was like, geez, I can't believe I finally, after all this time, I get to actually do this. This is what I've been, like, dying to do. Anyway, fight starts. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I should tell you what goes on the fight. Is that going to ruin the experience for watching it? Fuck it. You could look up the results technically if you wanted to. So I'm going to talk about it. I'm just going to vaporize. One moment. Okay. Iman goes out and fights. Uh, I'm seeing Jay in the corner. Like it's 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 much more strategic i guess i knew it was going to be strategic but seeing it from the coach's side they just throwing out buzzwords you know tempo uh like it's it's it, it's it's unbelievable like iman obviously did this fight iman wins the fight it was done the first round i think it took like two minutes but uh you go out there man and and uh essentially like it's it's much more tactical and much more like a sport when you're in the corner and you're hearing all the coaching points especially when they're on the ground and uh, it's much more felt like much more of a chess match on the ground but then on the feet man you're hearing especially the pros uh 
there's kicks to the body land kicks to the leg obviously the shots land there's like a thud you can hear the thud especially in the corner you can just hear thuds like landing especially like grinding pounds you feel everything man obviously i'd say like the adrenaline for me you probably could hit me with the bus so i'd say the lads were feeling all right but um the adrenaline and all helps but i'm sure when that ends like you're like fuck you feel every inch of it and uh Iman gets the win, which was unbelievable, obviously, because of yesterday I thought he was going to die in a sauna. So you get to see the whole, to see the whole thing. Like, he becomes so attached. I did anyway um, in two days. So these lads as teammates, obviously, and then they fight each other in training to, like, get themselves there. So the unity and, like, the brotherhood is, is remarkable. So I was fucking over the moon. He, like, hops over the cage, fucking out in the, out in the arena and stuff. It's unreal. Um, I have this all, all this footage as well. And then uh, we go back into the corner and man that or back into the back and that's what's all about. It's all fucking high fives and hugs, talking about the fight, like everyone's on such a high. And then you gotta come back down again because Gabby's got a fight in four fights time after the main event. <coughs> so uh we 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 all start like you have to kind of bring it all back down again and then start preparing for for the second or for the second fight so gabby's got to warm up again we start hitting pads it's late at this point it's like half 10 you know getting towards 11 at this point and uh, the the main event ends which is the two big lads and one of the lads gets fucking knocked out in the first round and um, just two bigs just two lads slanging and banging like uh, and then gabby goes out and uh you feel i felt much more nervous for gabby he's much more like a quieter more reserved character and i'm like man in my head i'm like do you want to do this but obviously he does like he loves this but it's just in my mind it's just such a crazy way to make a living or want to make a living like he wants to do this for you know this is amateur he's doing this for free so he just does it for the love of it right now anyway so we go out and uh for gabby's fight the crowd are well and truly lit at this point uh it's dark it's late it's cold and gabby walks out and he's one of the only fights i saw uh gabby's fight which actually went the full three rounds and uh, that fight man was fucking crazy you know um didn't go gabby's way unfortunately but there was grappling the striking man a lot of big shots landed i'm feeling them and like gabby's come back with like you can see like the swelling start to go in his face and stuff and it's just man it's fucking crazy it's 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 so real versus like are oh, you watch on tv or even when you're at an event like it's all kind of glamorized a little bit and you have the commentators but when you're 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 in front of it you're like jesus and you're, you're feeling all those shots and you're it was <laughs> jb like <laughs> uh at one point jay was like um obviously jay's coaching he's like gabby get out of there and i mean i'm from the corner gabby what are you doing protect yourself and uh so I I yeah, I was like, fuck son, get a hold of yourself, will you? Screaming. Fight! Hurt him! Hurt him with your body. Um so I had to fucking keep myself in check a little bit. But you do, man, you're so it's just they're scrapping. Do you know what I mean? Uh anyway, so the the fight goes to decision, it doesn't go Gabby's way. And the uh Oh, and look. In case you don't believe me. Gutch. I'm a gutch. Uh, for audio only uh, listeners, sorry, I know I don't acknowledge you a lot because like, this is a visual show, but I'm holding up my coach pass. Um, and the, the the title of these this, these episodes is going to be A Fighter's Journey. 
And from a filmmaking perspective, obviously we go in the back and Gabby's fucking devastated. He's he's taken the fight on short notice and hasn't gone his way, so he's you know demoralized and all the things you'd feel after all that all that work getting there. And you know Jay has to talk to him, and Jay says some fucking amazing things to him. I have this all on camera as well, but it it it, it couldn't perfectly like depict um a fighter's journey more. You know, one victory, his family's there. He gets to celebrate. He he's sold load tickets, and his friends are there. You get to celebrate that moment, and then for the other one, you know, for Gabby, he loses the fight as like a promising amateur. Feels like he should have won. Felt like he didn't perform. His family are there. His mum and all are there, and he has to be like, you know, he's obviously upset. And uh, it was, yeah, it was. That was obviously was it kind, it kind of not. It just put a damper on the evening, but it for me it rounded off the whole experience even more. I think if I'd seen just two, you know, easy wins, I would have kind of left. There's, I would have left without feeling this whole other side to the sport, which is dealing with loss. And I, I think, I think I've, I, I have the footage to adequately show the highs and lows of the sport now. So. I'm really excited for these episodes to come out. I uh, I I think it's going to be the best stuff I've ever brought put out. To be honest, I think it might be the best videos I've ever put out. I just finished the weight cutting one. I'm working on it now, and it's it's heavy, man. And I know the footage I have coming after this, and I I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be good. And uh, I also got given. Uh, Jay gave me as you know Jay was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Jay gave me a uh, official UFC fight glove, but on it is a signature of Stipe Miocic, who was, you know, uh, probably one one of, one of, if not the greatest heavyweight champion in UFC history. And the, uh, it, uh, it's fucking beautiful, man. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a piece of memorabilia I'll have forever. His hand size, man. It's insane. And he, uh, he gave that to me. He was just like, look, thanks for everything. And yeah, I'll keep that forever. That was an unbelievable thing for him to give me. Obviously, it's a huge memory for him. So for him to pass that on to me is very appreciated. So Jay, if you're watching, thank you very much. But yeah, man, I I, am, I was I was kind of back and forth though whether I should do this video just because I should just should I let the documentary speak for itself. But... Um, I, I, I guess my perspective or my opinions won't really come across and it's just I'm very much a fly on the wall Um, but there's so much in the dock that's great to see even uh, like some of the fun as well the lads have great crack when they're not in the you know in in around the fight there, there's some there's some great lighthearted moments as well and then uh, just seeing the back like the area where they warm up and like it looks like you know it's all like stone, it's like Colosseum, we're warming up on cement. It's just, it's cool, man. There's lots of like dim lighting. So it looks great, very cinematic. So uh, when that's released, obviously I'll put out a little post about it. Um, follow up on the PearPod and follow me on Visually Impaired. Uh, those, uh, all the information will go up on those when they start to come out. But yeah, uh, again, thank you for all the support on all the interviews. There will be more lots more interviews coming i've lots of people i want to get on here uh but 
I just don't want to rush them. I want to make sure it's the right guess. One thing I'm not going to do is to get anyone on for the sake of it or do an episode for the sake of it. There was a period where I was just trying to get episodes out because I thought that was the way to do it. But I think uh, from what I've seen view-wise, uh, quality quality seems to be the uh, the way to go versus quantity. <sighs> so, uh, so, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for the support. If you wouldn't mind subscribing to the channel, it would be very, very much appreciated. But... I also like the fact that we have 140 subscribers and some of our episodes get like 600 views because we're 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 performing we're performing outside of our outside of what people expect which i also enjoy but uh yeah give the video a like thank you all for watching trying to get a live from villa lipset podcast filmed which is rob lips we've had him on before his uh his new gaff and do like a chat around the his property and like how it came to be and how fuck pay for that shit uh and we'll, uh, so I'm working on that, but if it comes, it comes. Otherwise, we'll have some great episodes back in Dublin as well. Okay, folks. Thanks for watching. And remember, it's all in the hips. Get up my record.